Welcome to Tice Talks, where we discuss all things faith and family. And you know what's happening, don't you? Yes. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Now, here's the question everyone is asking. Do you put up your tree before Thanksgiving or after? Well, here's the question. Should Christians be putting up Christmas trees? That's that's a good question. I have been told as a pastor not to have Christmas. I had one lady, sweet, sweet lady. I was putting up Christmas trees in the auditorium, and she said, Pastor, don't you think that's a pagan uh, thing? And, Symbol? And don't, yeah, don't you realize that that's worshiping, that you're teaching children to worship the Christmas tree? Don't you realize when you put decorations on there? In Isaiah, it says they, they, cut, they go out in the woods, and they cut down a tree, and they decorate it with gold and silver, and then they bow down to it. I said, is that about Christmas trees? And then I began to have some fun. Uh, it's interesting what happens around Christmas. And it, it's interesting what people are taught about Christmas. And that is why you came out with this fascinating book. It's an amazing, easy-to-read, 31-day devotional, Christmas, It's All About Jesus Christ. That's exactly right. Uh, this I absolutely love because I went through it with our children last year, and it was so great. Every morning before we started school, it's just, it's like, it's as small, it's about the size of our hand. And we could read two, three pages tops about all the different things that we do at Christmas. It actually starts off by telling the story of Christmas, introducing us to the characters, uh, not just the Lord Jesus and Mary and Joseph, but Zacharias and Elizabeth. You may not even know who those people are, but it talks about the birth of John the Baptist because we go through all of that, and then we talk about in there the the characters of Christmas and then then we go into the modern day traditions of Christmas. I mean, what is yes, what is I love how you what, did that. What is the shopping malls all about? You know, and what is what is the presents and the lights and all of that? It's all there. And that book you can find on davidtice.com. You can also find it on Amazon. It's called Christmas. It's all about Jesus Christ. And what I love is it goes up to it starts. It's made to start on December first. And you read it as an Advent devotional. And then on the 26th, it continues and it prepares you for the upcoming new year, how to prepare for the new year and has devotionals about that. And it doesn't just end there. The first week of the new year, it goes through all the other top 10 major holidays that the U.S. celebrates and the origins of that. And I think I love that because you get to teach your kids why you're celebrating, what you're celebrating if you choose to participate in these holidays. It is really a, a really wonderful tool uh, that we put together because we want people to understand so much of America is so Christian-based. All of the holidays have got some type of Christian origin. The, America was based on biblical truth, and, and it was established by the majority of the people that established this nation were Christian, and even those that weren't Christian had a biblical perspective. We had a biblical worldview. And uh, so it's th- this whole thing is designed. I remember years ago— uh, when Bill O'Reilly was on uh, 
Fox News, Bill mm-hmm. O'Reilly said he was just fighting this anti Christmas, Christmas. The holiday seasons were coming up. We have to call it a holiday tree. Uh, we can't call it a Christmas tree. Uh, you don't want to say Merry Christmas anymore. You want to say uh, Happy Holidays because we don't want to be offensive. And this whole council culture uh, was being promoted. And I thought, man, people need to understand that everything about Christmas points back to Jesus Christ. And so we came up with the motto. Christmas, it's all about Jesus Christ. Well, what I really like about this devotional book, doing it with my own kids, is it's exactly what you taught us, all five of us, growing up. When we came to Christmas time and we were doing family devotions, these are the things that you shared with us as kids. And so I didn't ever question. I always thought, doesn't everybody know why there's a wreath? Doesn't everybody know why there's a Christmas tree? I didn't know that people didn't know that, that there is history to it. And so I I appreciate that because I'm able to just straight read it to my own kids. Oh, I, my kids need to know this too. Oh, I forgot that I should share this with my kids. Oh, it's right here so I can share it with them. So that's why I really enjoy this. Again, you can get this on davidtice.com or you can find it on Amazon. It's called Christmas. It's all about Jesus Christ. Now, so back to your original question. Your original question was, do we put the Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving? And and you know me, I love Christmas, and I, I think we should put it up as soon as possible. Now, uh, so we this year we get, we're having four of our children and grand and all the grandchildren uh, come to the house for Thanksgiving so we're going to have the Christmas tree up before then and we'll have other I'm bringing all up. the paper plates so I don't have to stand there washing dishes when it's all over I think that's a wonderful <laughs> thing paper we got all these beautiful plates we have all this wonderfully wonderful plates that we never use right <laughs> Because, because paper has become so important th- to us. That's right. We can take that stuff, and then we can have fun. So, so this year it's all decorated before we get there. Yes, you know, yes. Everything. Now, for us growing up, what we did after after Thanksgiving, we would go and get our tree. That's right. That's the tradition. We would have grow. So us, all of growing up, that I remember, I don't know when you started this or if you told mom, like, out of the blue, this is what we're doing. But all I remember, every Thanksgiving, we would clean all day Tuesday, clean all day Wednesday, cook all day Wednesday and Wednesday night because you would invite the entire church over to our house for an open house on Thanksgiving. That's right. We would have Thanksgiving dinner together. And yes. then after, after like, 12 about 12 o'clock, o'clock yeah, then after 12 Anybody could come over, and it was just a huge party at the house. Oh, people, yes. You know, and people say, what did you plan? We planned nothing. People came in. Brought they, food. They brought and, food, and, yeah. and they their leftovers from their Thanksgiving. And, and everybody ha- came over. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was packed out, and we always had so much fun. It was neat. So when did you start doing that? Was that your first year well, as a pastor? When we, when we first started, as um, we first started, we would have a lot of young a co- uh, college age, not college age, uh, they were college age, but they were Air Force guys that mm-hmm. would come to the church, and they didn't have any any place to go. 
and there were college students didn't have any place to go. So we would say, hey, why don't you come over to the house? And they would say, oh, we'd love to. And then other people say, hey, you're having them over? Could we come over? I said, why aren't you having your own Thanksgiving feast? Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, after you do your thing, then come on over. And the church back then was running 80 to 90 people and then and then 200 people and then and when you were there that people could just come and people just came and all they went. filtered in and out yes. all through the day but yeah. i mean by the time i was in high school it was not it was running six seven hundred yes and, and, and so we were we, still doing it and yes. we were still doing it and yeah. we were having people just flood the house but it I was always rem- fun i can remember it about midnight i would say Okay, well, now I'm going to bed, and uh, you guys just enjoy. Lock up when you're done. Uh, yes. Enjoy yourselves, but it's time for me to go to sleep. Yeah. When you have college <laughs> students and you got high school students, and they're all they're all they can lock up and you can go to sleep. So yeah. So we fun. always that's that was our Thanksgiving tradition. We also every Thanksgiving, every single Thanksgiving that I can remember, we would after the meal is all set. And after the food is brought in and dad would pray, all of us children would stand. And according to the biblical Proverbs, we would say, blessed. (laughs) Because the Bible says her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. So then my dad would stand and say, praise. (laughs) And that has continued. Yes, we'll still we'll do that this Thanksgiving. Over every Thanksgiving. And my mom just, you know, she's she's very shy. And she just rolls her eyes and smiles. But that is a Thanksgiving tradition that we do every year. And I don't know when we started this, but we always have go around the table and everyone does say what they are most thankful for from this year. And it's it's more special as you get older. Because it's so neat to hear what your own kids say yes, about is. what they're thankful for and what really impacted them that year. And it's it's just neat when they are genuinely thinking about it and they're nine. I, I love the—Heather brought a tradition into our— It's so cool. She takes and puts little— uh, Messages. Messages inside of— rolls that she makes and croissants so, yeah like, little croissant yeah. rolls and and then brings them and then you... they're baked inside of the bread and they're messages <laughs> and you read the message it's asked they ask questions yes they have you do things and it's all special it's very it's like say something nice about the person next to you or what's the thing the lord spoke to you in your heart about and then some of them will be funny but she makes a whole batch of them and everyone gets to go through those. Everybody eats one of Heather's uh, rolls and and, uh, And they're yummy too. They're they're... not just yeah, they're not just like get the thing out of there and eat it like a fortune cookie. (laughs) (laughs) They're good. So that's what we always did for Thanksgiving. So then the Black Friday shopping started happening. I don't remember really doing any of that until I was about 16 or 17. And my mom would say, hey, do you want to go see if there's anything at Walmart at 5 in the morning? Or it wasn't even that early. But we would go to those. But then it got real. After I graduated and all the brothers were married and Christmas was coming and there was a bunch of grandbabies. And then what happened was they would leave the grandbabies with with grandma and grandpa and then they would be gone all night like all night long and into the morning and that was always a great experience. I'll never forget the time <laughs> that Trey 
was he wouldn't he wouldn't go to sleep, and uh, and fi- and he stayed up stayed up and then he finally fell asleep. Finally, he fell asleep. Well, Charlotte was asleep in our room, and our room is really dark. So Charlotte was asleep in our room, and there was a there was a little um, there was a little uh, crib in the room, and so I went in there, tiptoed in there, and I took a tray. And I put him to sleep in that in the bed. Charlotte was already asleep, and I thought, "Good, they're all asleep." And I started to tiptoe out, and Charlotte heard me, and she yelled, "Where am I?" Oh. I said, "I said it's okay, Charlotte. <laughs> you're in my room, Grandpa. I don't know where I am, oh. Grandpa. I don't know." I said, "I said, hush, be quiet. It's you're okay." And she said, Grandpa, I don't know where I am. I said, I'll come and get you. And I came and got her. By that time, everybody that was late. There was like three or four kids laying out. And now it was all over. And it was Trey's fault. All Trey's fault. Yeah, all Trey's fault. Trey is sitting here and he's laughing. But it was no laughing matter at the the time. Oh, the memories of Thanksgiving where we all dump our children with the grandparents and go shopping for cheap inexpensive toys but that was fun it was fun because we would lay out all the black friday stuff after we'd eat our dinner and put everything away and we'd look at what we were going to get and we'd all go to different stores and call each other and say oh hey the thing that you wanted it's over at this one do you want me to pick it up for you so we'd all like were strategic strategically placed throughout the city of las vegas getting our christmas presents so now the tradition is that when we come over on thanksgiving each family gives me a list of the things they want for them for their for Christmas. So when they leave and on Friday, what I do is I go on Amazon and order everybody's presents for for Christmas on Black the Friday. Amazon shopper on Black Friday. That's, That's me. my dad. That's me. And, I get <laughs> and now I don't choose to ever go anywhere on Black Friday. <laughs> I stay home. <laughs> I definitely so. don't care to be doing all night shopping anymore. But it's neat, the traditions that you get to do and the things that help build memories in the family, they're so important. I mean, I remember growing up thinking, oh, this is, I, there, there are songs that I hear that bring me back to being in our living room on Thanksgiving Day. Things, smells that I, and they're all happy. People talk about PTSD, right? But this is happy things that bring you back and you want to create in your home those feelings and that that last so when they do smell the christmas whatever that they think oh i i stayed up with mom doing hot glue gun crafts every time i smell hot glue (laughs) i think i am brought back to late nights with my mom making crafts for our christmas boutique just the time that I spent with her. And we need to cultivate those times and have our kids beside us. Our mom could have just said, no, you go to bed and not done those things with us. But she brought us in and let us be part of those things. So when you were very young, when you were very young, before you might might have even been before you were born, mom and I got a book by Bill and Gloria Gaither called Making Memories. And we went through that, and she said, oh, David, we need to do these things because hmm. we didn't know. We didn't know about that kind of thing. And so we, she and Bill and Gloria Gaither 
were just very, very family friendly and hmm. very, very much pushed the family. So we got uh, Bill and Gloria Gaither's book, and we, we, we went through, and we decided we were going to do things to make memories. So sort of a theme in our in our family. We were going to make memories with our children, and that would build the relationship so that we could have the influence in our children's lives. So that's Thanksgiving, but then we had a lot of Christmas traditions as well. Right. Christmas was my biggest memory, and I know that a lot of people have all these different things that they did at Christmas, but I always think of when our Christmas presents were always wrapped with comic books and com- not com- what are they called? Comic strips? Comic strips from the From the from newspaper. Newspapers. So they didn't have the money to go buy um, wrapping paper or they didn't want to waste the money on wrapping paper that they could buy presents with. And so they would wrap our presents with comic, comic strips. Yeah. So it was all colorful and... So you could you you over the over the last two months of the year you would just collect every every uh, Sunday paper and you would get comic strips. That's what we did. We collected comic strips uh, or the comics from the Sunday papers. Didn't Grandma give those to us? Uh, yes, because Grandma yes. would always get the comic or get the Sunday paper, paper, and she would give us the comic strips. That's exactly right. And so then we would use we would she'd save those for us because we would wrap the presents in there. Another thing we did. That is, we would wait, and throughout the year, we would wait. For, if there was Christmas sales, when you were very young, we, if there were Christmas sales, we would go uh, to um, whatever sales we could get, and we would buy $2, $3 presents. There used to be a thing called, a, a store in town called Pick and Save. It, yeah. was, it was like a dollar store thing. And you could go in there, and you could buy toys for a buck uh, or less. Hmm. And uh, we would get... All the cheapest one dollar toy and every single toy we would wrap up, so so that you guys had like twenty presents to open, but they were only like little dollar toys or fifty cent toys. One it year, looked huge. Yeah, when you came downstairs, you felt like, wow, it's uh, Christmas. <laughs> when we were when when Matthew was just like three or four, he would have been the only one that would uh, would have actually known that. Christmas, we said we don't have the money for a Christmas tree, and we didn't. We didn't have the money for a Christmas tree that year. But the night before Christmas, somebody gave us some money, and so we went down to the lot where the Boy Scouts were selling Christmas trees, and um, they 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 always they always cut down one huge tree mm-hmm. that was um, that that was just a display tree. Well, when we went down there, they were closing up and all the trees were gone, but there was that one great big tree, and that tree was probably 18 foot high. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a big tree. Well, our living room, we had a small house, but we had in our living room a cathedral ceiling. So we had taken a little a little limb of a tree and stuck it in a pot and stuck it hmm. over in the corner, and we said, Matt? Charlie Brown. Yeah, we said, Matt, Matt, you pray, maybe God will give us a Christmas tree in the morning. <laughs> the next morning, he came down. This tree went from the floor all the way to the top of that cathedral ceiling. And Through that kid's prayer life. <laughs> he said, he looked at me and said, Dad, he must have been older than three because he said, Dad, that didn't grow overnight. <laughs> That's so neat. I love you sharing these things. 
because so often in our digital social media world right now, it's so easy to look and see the people that, oh, they have all the matching pajamas. Oh, they have all the all of their stockings all lined up perfectly. Oh, look, everything matches under their Christmas tree. Look at their Christmas tree. Oh, my goodness. And instead of enjoying what God has given them, they spend their time in comparison, and then they become ungrateful for what God has given them and thinking, oh, you know, can't be happy for the person that God did give that to and think, oh, I can't have that or I can't or looking looking poorly at what God did give you. So when you hear, there is nothing that I ever look at and I think, oh, I, I was deprived as a child. Oh, I had Christmas. On Christmas, my wrapping paper was comic books. Actually, children probably would think that is so much cooler to have comic book wrapping paper than having the what Grace is shaking her head. She would love to have like Star Wars <laughs> comic book wrapping paper, I'm sure. <laughs> but you you would enjoy that more, but it's because you chose to enjoy what God did gift you. It wasn't a but now it's really hard because you do the comparison compare comparison of Oh well, this look what they, look at their Christmas. Look what they're doing for Christmas. Oh, they went to a cabin and did this, 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 and they did. They got to do all of these different things. It's interesting. The Bible says that they that compare themselves amongst themselves are not wise, and it's just it's such a terrible thing. We compare ourselves for many reasons, but when we do that, then we can't, like you said, enjoy the things that God has given to us. If God's given you a family. With one child, man, praise the Lord! You mm. got you have a child. You have one fa- you have one child, and you can just uh, just heap blessings on him. If God's given you a family with four or five or six or eight children, man, you have so much to be thankful for. And what we need to do is is take what God has given to us and just rejoice with what God has given to mm. us, and rejoice with the individuals within our family that God has given to us. Uh, we. We spend so much time wanting to be what somebody else is, mm. and that is such a waste of life, and, so, and, it, and it ruins your life yeah. because you want, and, 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 and the American culture is given to covetousness mm-hmm. because we are a capitalistic society, which I love, but it also gives a, a uh, it, it leads to covetousness. Right. I want what I don't have instead of and, and being thankful for what I do have. And uh, so I can remember, I, I remember a time where we didn't have any money for presents, and a man in our church named Tom Doran said, hey, I've got a bunch of games and a bunch of toys that I had when I was a kid, and we brought, he brought those games over. Hmm. They, were, they were the game of Sorry. They were different hmm. games, Yahtzee, games that he played when he was a kid that <clears throat> there was no reason for them at his house. He said he just kept them. So I said, and, and he kept them in pristine order. Hmm. Of course, after we got them, they were no longer in pristine Once order. Once everything comes to our house, it <laughs> dies. It dies there. But, like, you know, Toy Story, Sid's house. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't quite that bad. No, but, no but, we just used everything yes, that was gifted yes, to us. So yes. we, took, we took them uh, and we wrapped them all up uh, and uh, gave them out. I can also remember a time where a lady in our church named Mary Ansel worked for the Hallmark company giving out cards and 
she said, hey, I've got these, ex- I've got all this extra wrapping paper. And she gave it to us in my garage today, still some of that wrapping I paper. <laughs> Awesome. And that was like 20 years ago, I mean, 25 years ago. Well, one of the other things that I loved about going downstairs, and that's something we continue to to this day going down on Christmas Day, is all of our presents were labeled to charity from Jesus. And you would tell us everything that we have that is good is gifted to us from God. And I love that because it helped me understand this God has given us this. You know, you didn't even, and there's nothing wrong with saying from mom and dad, but you didn't even take credit for the gifts that God's, you know, the the gifts that you were giving us. You're like, this is, this is from God. And I absolutely love that. So in closing. Well, wait a minute. There's a couple other things we need to talk oh. about. When we came down, when, when everybody came downstairs, we would sit and we would read the Bible story. That was the very first thing that we did. So we'd read the story of Luke. And uh, ev- the, big, the big joke was uh, that... Uh, Everyone that, has it memorized. Yes. So we all memorize it because when you do a Becca book, you memorize Luke chapter 2. So everybody's, <laughs> everybody's quoting it, and then we get to uh, the angel. Lo, the angel of the Lord, and that's the shortest angel in the Bible. And so, and now all the grandkids just quote it out loud, and it's like very disrespectful, it I'd like to say. It is pretty disrespectful. <laughs> But then after that, we would take all the Christmas cards that people sent to us. This was like yes. your favorite thing, right? I do like it. We, I still do it to this day. We took it's all, the brothers that don't like this. We took all the Christmas cards and that, that were sent to us, and we would have many Christmas cards that were sent to us. And then we would read. We would look at each Christmas card and read each Christmas card and then pray for the people that sent those Christmas cards and pray for them to, that God would bless them and them. Every, every each person would read, uh, would would uh, would each individual would pray for them, and of course some some people uh, would write entire letters. And after a while, Four we page stopped doing letters. It. Yeah, <laughs> we are glad your aunt Susan is doing well yeah. and that her toenail fungus has gone away. <laughs> Amen. Merry Christmas. So that was, but that was a special time because we were remembering all the friends. It and, was special, and, and so we did that as well. And then we'd hang. We hung those Christmas cards on on the front door of the house. And And then after that, we would open the presents one by one. One of us would be chosen to be the Santa. Yes. And we would get to pass out the presents individually to to everybody. And we would make it long. We didn't run down and rip open the presents because we wanted the day to last all day long. And so now we do it with people. all 30 of us. We do, and the day does last all day long. it lasts like two and three hours <laughs> of so opening fun, presents one it at is, a time. It is so fun. It's a neat tradition. But then the rest of the day we just spend eating food and playing with the toys that we got or watching some Christmas movie together. But it's neat being able to celebrate special days, holy days that are set apart to think about the Lord, he's because he ordains holy days. Like all throughout Scripture, there's so many of the old holy days that the, the word Jews, holiday means holy day. Yeah, that they were that they're set apart to do. So if you are interested in knowing more about Christmas and having just being able to teach your kids in an easy, fun manner about Christmas, 
you can pick up the book Christmas. It's all about Jesus Christ. You're going to find it on Amazon. I believe it's just $9.99, or you can get it at davidtice.com. You're not going to want to miss having this because it's great to start on December 1st. But, you know, if you're like, I can't get it by December 1st, that's fine. Start it on the 5th. It's really, it's a small book, but it's easy to read, and you will learn so much, and it'll help your kids to focus back on the true meaning of Christmas. One more thing that we celebrate here at Liberty Baptist Church, one way we celebrate uh Christmas is with the Christmas experience. Yes, the Christmas experience is a highlight of our children's Christmas. And the best part about it is that the whole church, it's like our entire church is putting on a whole big Christmas party for our community. It's like the whole church turns into a winter a winter wonderland. There's snow, there's games, there's activities, there's Santa. There's just, it's a wonderful thing. Years ago, we decided we wanted people to understand that Christmas was all about Jesus Christ. And so we determined that we were going to put on a thing called Christmas Experience and walk people through what Christmas is really all about. It's a great opportunity to hear the gospel. It's a great opportunity to have your friends hear the gospel. But one other thing we do is, and this is a major attraction, we give away 150 fresh-cut Christmas trees to the first 150 people that show up for the Christmas experience. So this is something you won't want to miss. You want to make sure to be here. It's December 3rd is when it starts, and people start lining up all hours of that day. Like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, right after church, people start lining up for it. It starts at 4.30 in the evening and goes until uh, 8 o'clock at night, I believe. Yeah, it's just an incredible time where we get to share the love of Jesus with our community. They're going to hear the gospel. They're going to hear the true story of Christmas and that Christmas is truly all about Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage you to come. Last year there was somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 people here. We believe there will be more than that this year. Don't miss it. This is going to be great. Well, I hope you had a wonderful time. And remember this, that this is Tice Talks. And it's more than a conversation.